Hello, everyone, and welcome to Happiness Through Hardship, the podcast. I'm Karen Sullivan, the founder of Pretty Wellness, a two-time breast cancer survivor thriving with stage four disease and author of the book that shares the same name as this podcast, Happiness Through Hardship. I'm also a girl who wishes on pennies. I try to see the good in everything, even when life is not so great. But sometimes it just takes a little more. And this podcast will provide you with what worked well for me, success stories of people that have been through hard times, and simple suggestions that brought hope, resources, and connections. I hope you've been able to catch our recent episodes, including stories about food allergies, divorce experts, as well as tools for mental wellness, as well as holistic living. And if you like this episode, please check out our others and do me a favor, rate, review, and subscribe. Your efforts truly will help this podcast get noticed and help us inspire more people. And now for this mini episode, I'm going to be sharing some thoughts on getting scans. Now, whether this is your first one or you have a chronic illness like myself and you're often getting scanned, I know that it can be a stressful time. And let me say, please know It's okay if you're scared, frustrated, annoyed, insert however you feel here. I just want to share a few things with you. I get a number of calls from friends and family members that are in a similar spot as you. Again, whether this is something that you do regularly or it's the first time. And this is a lot of what I will say to them. So first, let me say if you're having a scan and if this is something new to you, it may be nothing. Scans are often a way to rule out various ailments or illness or medical situations, and they really may just be doing a test. So please, 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 please take a deep breath in through your nose, hold it for a few seconds, out through your mouth, do some breathing exercises, and know that it may be nothing. It may be just a test. Please Do your best to not let your mind go to the scariest of places because there's such a good chance it may not be. Now, I've been there. Sometimes something does come up, which means you oftentimes have to get more scans. And again, my husband was so great for me because I used to be such a worrier and he really helped me just live in this place of don't go there until you need to. Don't worry until you need to. And to let you know, whatever the diagnosis you may get, the second thing is, is the medical community is advancing as we speak. And there are so many new treatments out there for whatever ailment it might be that just because you get a diagnosis that seems scary does not mean that it's, in my case, with cancer. I was scared it was a death sentence. And here I am over 16 years after my initial cancer diagnosis and seven and a half years living and thriving with stage four disease that I attribute it to a lot of things, but one of which is the advancements in medicine. And so please know that there is so much hope, even if you get a diagnosis that you're scared about. I also believe if you've been following me on Pretty Wellness, you know that I am a huge proponent in taking care of yourself. I am so incredibly committed to having a healthy lifestyle and doing better than we did yesterday 
when it comes to wellness and well-being can be a goal. Or you can be like me. I went cold turkey and I went from being a junk food junkie to someone who really embraced plant-based living, plant-based eating. I eat so many vegetables, whether it's raw vegetables, cooked vegetables, smoothies, juices, you name it. I have been committed for seven years now. Now, there are things that we all can use as our sometimes food. So please, when people say, oh, Karen made all these big changes, it was because of the stage four. Yes, that is true. However, I encourage people wherever you are in life, and even if you go and you get the scan and everything is fine, that's terrific, just to tap into figuring out ways you can take small steps to better health because that will make you feel better. That will oftentimes take whatever thing could happen in the future and make it a little bit easier to deal with. I know that I felt better even after that stage four diagnosis, even after the the fear that I had, the stress I was going through, when I changed my diet, when I started adding yoga and power walks to my life. I'm not even talking intense workouts at the gym. I'm talking just a commitment to 30 minutes a day of walking daily or doing yoga. I really felt better energy throughout my body. I felt more toned, believe it or not, with just that workout and the better eating. And I really believe that that has helped me heal. Now, for all my cancer sisters and brothers out there, I know that scanxiety is real. We often get scanned every three, four, six months, whatever it might be. And then for those that are in remission, I understand that sometimes you're scared that is it going to come back? I went nine years uh, when it didn't come back. And I know plenty of people out there that are one and done. And so if that's what helps you, and that's what helped me, I believe that it wasn't going to come back. And for many people, it doesn't. So having that, that thought in your mind, if that is easier, it worked well for me. And if it comes back, know that there are people out there like me who are living and thriving with stage four disease, and I'm not the only one. Now, I will tell you something that I do, and this could be for anybody who gets scans, whether it's your first time, or this is for those who get it regularly, is I sort of look forward to getting scans because I make the day before it a day about me. Now, it's not a party day about me by any means, but for many people getting a PET scan, and maybe you don't get a PET scan, but any scan you get, we want to try and go into it being a little bit more uh, more zen, we'll say, just because it helps us with our stress level. And so the day before, I've made it my bed rest day. And initially I did it because the doctor told me when you get a PET scan, you don't want to exercise the day before. But I am somebody that is always running up and down the stairs. I'm shuffling from place to place and my mind thinks fast and my body moves with it. And so this was my way to say to myself, Karen, you've got to keep it chill today. And so when I said I was going on my own personal bed rest, that meant my husband was taking care of my son more close-knit that day. For instance, if there was carpools to be done, my, my husband was doing it, not me. In terms of making dinner, if that was something that I would do, he was taking care of it. This was my day to just rest And let me tell you, I now look forward to it. Now, throughout the years, I will say it used to be this whole day where I would sit in bed and read and even do work if I needed to do work. 
And as time went on and life gets a little busy and I'm more comfortable and frankly used to the regular scans, it's not always a full day. Maybe it starts at noon or two or three or sometimes even six at night. But I make sure that I have some time to myself that I can enjoy some just me time. And again, if nothing else, it has made me a little bit less nervous to go into the scans, knowing that this is something that I do regularly. So if that helps you, if this is something that you might like, I say consider it. Now, the other thing I do, and this is for anybody who gets scans, whether it's just once or you're doing it regularly, is the day of my scans, I always bring good luck charms. Now, you may call me silly, but it's kind of fun for me to say to my son, Kyle, go grab me something that's going to be my good luck charm. And let me tell you, it's been everything from baseball cards to little rocks that he may have just have in his bedroom, or there's a baseball where he took all the leather off of it that is... I'd put in my bag and I keep it there because it makes me smile. It helps me. It gets my family on board, you know, wishing me good luck, sending the positive vibes. You know, I believe in that. But I also, when I'm there going about to go into a scam, maybe I grab it, maybe I give a little hug and it just makes me smile and feel like my family is there with me. So if that's something you like, I say try it. If nothing else, again, it may make you smile. And that really is what I'm all about with Happiness Through Hardship, both this podcast where I'm telling not just cancer stories. Of course, that's so near and dear to my heart because, of course, I'm a two-time cancer survivor. However, the stories that I share are really inspirational ones of people who've been through so much, whether it's someone who's been through infertility or others who have been through cancer or ALS or have taken a path that have brought them somewhere that in reflection, they have inspirational and motivational messages to share. And so one of my favorite episodes is also about sleep. Uh, her story isn't so much about what she went through, but it's now about what she's learned. And so many of us, when we're going through hardship, we are needing more sleep. And so I love that episode because she shares so many little tidbits of information and advice to give us to help us with better sleep. I believe that's uh, episode 20. But I'll tell you, there is something special about every episode. And so I encourage you, if you like this, if you're a cancer survivor connecting with me here because you want the mini episode, or if you're just someone that found us because you're going in for a scan, I'm trying to throw out more happiness and positivity into the world because that has helped me. And so check out those episodes. Uh, But anyway, I want to end talking about scans by mentioning, it's kind of the boring admin stuff, but I think it's really helpful. If you are not online with your medical records, I know I go to Yale New Haven, they're on the MyChart system. I'm guessing they have that system throughout the country, perhaps even the world. However, wherever you go, I would ask them if they have digital records because that is so helpful If you get diagnosed with something, I am such a proponent of getting second, even third opinions, and it's an easy way to access your files. Now, trust me, 
early on in my cancer diagnosis, both the first and the second time, I was so scared and I just wanted to take care of things right away. And I loved my doctors. And so I was ready to jump in and do that. And I I understand why people want to do that. I understand why I wanted to do that. But I encourage you to try and get a second or third opinion because if nothing else, even if you go with your first doctor, you are going to learn so much about having a second or third diagnosis. Now, the other thing I want to mention is whether you have medical records or not that are digital, try getting the CD if you have scans. One more thing about the medical records is if you do not have access to the digital files, that's okay because there's a medical record department probably at every hospital, most hospitals, most places where you'd get your scans done. So I encourage you, if it's the day of your scan, you're not going to have access to the reports. However, you can get copies of the CDs of your scans. So when you are done with your scans, ask whoever helped you, the technician or the doctor that helped you with your scans, where the medical record department is or where you can pick up a copy or two of your scans. That is can be really important because if you're going for second or third opinions, they're going to want their radiation oncologist or their radiologist, whoever it might be, to actually read the scans and look at them themselves. So if you already have simple access to it, that's what I would encourage you. You're already there at the hospital or the place where you did the scans to get it. So that would be something that I've been doing for a while and it can be really helpful. And it's simple oftentimes, especially if the medical medical records department is right there. So anyway, I am here for you guys. If you are s- someone who just needs a little pick-me-up, I'm on Instagram at Pretty Wellness Daily. I oftentimes am sharing my healthy lifestyle and encouraging people to take small steps towards better health and happiness. So if you are going in for a scan today and you need some good vibes thrown your way, send me a DM at Pretty Wellness or um, send a note to something we're doing. I would always love to uh, send you a big virtual hug. And for those of you who have heard the podcast before, you know that I play what's called the grateful game. And so that for those of you that are new to me, hopefully you'll play along with me right now. I truly believe that having a small wellness practice can help us whether we're going in for our scans or whether it's in the day-to-day. And I started this game a few years ago with my son. We would talk about what we were grateful for and why in bed. And of course, at the time he was nine years old and so it got to be a little bit of a competition. And so when coming up with ideas on how to close out this podcast episode or all of the podcast episodes for that matter, it just all of a sudden hit me. Why don't I do what comes so natural to us, which is end each episode playing the grateful game with each guest. And let me tell you, it's so fun for me because, and hopefully for you as the listener, to know that even when life is tough, even when we're going through such hard times, or when life is going well, Taking a moment to reflect on things that went on in our day that we're grateful for and why we're grateful for can really help us smile, can help us put one foot in front of the other when the day is a little tough. And I will tell you that what's been beautiful about it is that now I find myself and I find my son going throughout the day 
looking for things that they are grateful for and that, or that we are grateful for and that makes us smile. So I am going to kick it off. Hopefully you're doing this with me. Take a moment and think about what you're grateful for and why. So today, and we're going to do this for, Kyle and I do it for two minutes. Sometimes we do it for a minute. Other times we'll do it for 30 seconds, whatever works for you. So I am going to do it for a minute and I'm going to say, what am I grateful for and why today? Well, I will say that I am really grateful for local restaurants, especially the ones here in Fairfield, Connecticut, uh, and Westport for that matter, the next town over. All through quarantine, or I should say through COVID the past year, uh, we have been very cautious and we really have just made food from home. We haven't done takeout and we've really missed it. And last week, we decided that we were going to have takeout every single night. So I guess we made up for a year, right? Well, not quite a year. And so we miss some of our favorite restaurants. It's just amazing on so many levels to have really good quality food that you don't have to make, that you don't have to clean up after. And my taste buds, like the flavor of so many of the foods that I like to eat are different than what I make at home. And so my favorites, I'm so grateful for Pink Sumo, um, the sushi restaurant that we love that we went to twice in Westport. I am so grateful for Quattro Pazzi. That's always been one of our family favorites that we go to because they have so much plant-based goodness there that I can eat tons of vegetables that my son actually probably got takeout from there three times this week. They're really good with peanut allergies. And so that's been great for us. And then my husband always finds something different. In fact, he's been going vegetarian the last few months. So he was able to find things he loves there. Other places that we went to, Malibu Taco, Bodega. If you're from the area, you know these places. They're so good. Italian Kitchen. Who am I forgetting? Uh, let me just say, and I'm almost hitting my mom, my minute. I am just so grateful the fact that Brick and Wood was the other one, another one. Colony Pizza, which I miss their salad pizza. And now I'm getting hungry thinking of this. So um, I'm just really grateful that we have such amazing opportunities here and that the community has been so supportive of them because hopefully they're, they're doing well. And I also want to say, I guess I'm grateful for the good weather. Yesterday, I went on a bike ride with um, my husband because my son was out with some friends and that was really nice that the weather's getting nicer now that we've had the opportunity to just uh, be out and, and about and bike it's a little bit colder today but it was so beautiful it's giving me hope for a wonderful spring now that spring is here so um, I hope that you will take a moment whether it's now or even if it's tonight maybe at dinner or before bed to take a moment and think about what you are grateful for and why. Because it helps you just, like I said, take a moment to think about the good that may be around you even when life is really hard. And I know if you're coming to me because you've got a scan coming up, I know that life is stressful and it's hard, but I hope that this will bring a little bit of joy to whatever this journey is that you're on. So I am sending great vibes out in the world for you or for your friend or family member that is going through having scans now, or even if it's something that you're not going through, but you just wanted the information. Thank you. Thank you for coming here today. I am sending you lots of love, everyone. Bye for now. 
Thank you so much for joining us today. I want to leave you with a quick thought, but first a request. Please take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe. You leaving a review helps us with our podcast ranking. The higher we are ranked, the more people can discover our show. And tell your friends about us. If you love us, they might too. And now, my parting words. If you or someone you know is going to get a scan soon, I am sending good vibes your way. I know my positive energy or even yours may not change a diagnosis, but it can change your mood. I encourage you to do what you need to do and know it is okay not to be okay. But also know that hope and positivity is powerful, especially when life is tough. And if you need a little more, especially if cancer is your journey, please get my book, Happiness Through Hardship, a guide and journal for cancer patients and caregivers. It's a gift for yourself or even a friend, which is filled with stories and suggestions and insight on how to just find a little bit of joy during your cancer journey, your one with chronic illness, or frankly, whichever one you have in life. So thank you again for joining us today. I am sending you lots of happiness and great health. Bye for now.